interesting topic in itself. <laughs> this is the Christmas special, motherfuckers. And I brought in Zachy B all the way from fucking Mizzou, dog. How did he even get here? Chewbacca? Hey, LQ, what, what? He fucking, he teleported. I got that type of pool, bro. Let's go. 100 Podcast, episode 71, Christmas special. Zachy B TV in the house. Zachy B DVD, Zachy B, fucking Zach. Salute. (laughs) So, bro, right before we even turn this on, you started talking about passive income. What made you even mention that? Have you started like looking into that, like passive income a little bit more? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Lately, all that's on my TikTok is stocks, passive income, make money while you sleep, entrepreneurship, owning apartment buildings, buying mm-hmm. vending machines, all these different types of ways to make money. Yeah. Just like little extra ways to right. add on to your, your basket a little bit. And I don't know how I fell into this weird world of TikTok that's like entrepreneur talk, but... How's I'm that working now. on TikTok? Because I literally just got on TikTok literally yeah. this week, bro. I actually just got on because I was like, finally, I should finally make the move and not just be like right behind, you know? Yeah. And so I haven't even... I don't even look at it. I haven't looked at it even swipe. So what... Right. How how do what are they giving you? What type of info info are you getting on, on TikTok? Actually, is it good info? It's good info, bro. Yeah, it's good info. Yeah, and I'm not a TikTok specialist, but if anyone is still not on TikTok, and you know you're class of 2013, born in the 90s, it's time to get on TikTok, bro. Like you're late already. Yeah, like, super late. Yeah, like yeah. get on it because it's a really good way to. It's the next step, bro. Because now everything is video based. I mean, look at what you're doing here. This is podcast, but it's also like a video podcast. Yeah, you know yeah. Mean? Even Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, they still right. talk about it's all listening, people are listening, but they still, most people watch on YouTube or on Spotify now. Most right, so boom, plus it. people might watch the first five minutes of your podcast and dip out. Some of them, like me, I'm here watching like the full 30 minute or hour long podcast because I love to see. There's a reason for me, for me, whenever I like listen to a full song or, or watch a full podcast, the reason why I watch it all the way through or listen all the way through is because I feel like the artist intentionally made it that long because there's something coming Yeah, yeah. for you to hear. But in TikTok, it's like you're limited to a minute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you're there focused or you have ADHD and you have like attention. You're like getting all kinds of shit. Here, all day here, you're flicking here. you're flicking you're flicking you're flicking something new something new something new yeah and there's different topics bro and like i was do i was watching all the dances for a while you know what i mean the you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm saying and like the, i think that's what everybody thinks tiktok is well that's how that's where i started in it you know what i mean it was like addison ray like all these baddies like doing a bunch of different dances yeah. and then all of a sudden it started to like evolve into like stock talk and uh and like steak TikTok, and it's like people grilling steaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, yeah, was that just from you searching it, and then it just started kind of like showing you those videos? I think my for you page. I think the algorithm started like understanding who I was. <laughs> was it just China? And just like, well, for sure it's re- China. Recording all your for sure. shit. Just, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing, dude. Okay, this is why I was excited to talk to you too because I'm the newsman, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, facts, and facts. I know you're on this podcast a lot talking about conspiracies and news and you're talking to CJ about the vaccine and, 
And, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying there's microchips in the vaccine, right? False. There aren't I'm... microchips in the vaccine, but... Okay. I never Listen, thought that. Either. But here's the thing, right? I'm not saying it came from you or that came from CJ. That was just a... Uh, Sorry, CJ, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus there, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you guys talk about conspiracies sometimes. This is a conspiracy that's popular. And people are so worried about China, so worried about microchips, but we've been signing up for everything since we were like nine, bro. Like, like your no email, problem, right? your phone yeah. number, like yeah. your address. People know who you are and where you live already. Even all those agreements on everything that we everything. fucking You never touch, read it. You know? You're yeah. already, yeah, bro. Like, like right, so it's fine. Yeah. To me, when people are always like, oh, are you are you worried about someone tracing, you know, where you're staying or, or who you're with? I'm like, dude, my Snapchat location is always on. I'm tweeting every day. Like, I'm on IG. Like, I'm on TV. Like, everyone knows who I am and where I am. What do I have to hide? Yeah, exactly. That's how, that's... The exact same way I feel, bro. I'm not one of those people that even, I know that they're they're listening or whatever. But first off, I don't think I'm even that important to where they even give a fuck at what I'm exactly. doing. Exactly. So I feel that way too. So either either way, it doesn't really bother me. But even if I was that important, bro, it, if I was like, let's say I was like Elon Musk, okay, maybe I would do some things to kind of like keep myself a little on the down low. But besides that, dude. Protect your privacy. Yeah, I don't really... If they want to watch the porn I watch and check the shit I check out, bro, yeah. go ahead, dog. Yeah, yeah, I got I a good taste. Yes, exactly, yeah. bro. Check it out, dog. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I've always wanted to do this. Hold on. Because I watch a lot of these podcasts. Listen, for all for all you other You're so in this shit. 100 podcast watchers like me, I don't know how many of you are out there, but I've always wanted to know what was behind this window. Because I want to know if this is a studio made by aliens. Oh. We're in the hood, bro. There's a palm tree. We're good. We're in the clear. And a house. Is this another house? Yeah, we're good. There's no secret. No aliens. Yeah. It's not a studio set up by Hollywood. Oh, man. I, I just wanted to do that. Yeah, but actually going back to like the podcast, because like, you're speaking on... <laughs> you're speaking on a lot of people, and I think a lot of people don't understand like how podcasts, <laughs> podcasts are, bro. Jesus, that's Jesus. Jesus, that that's Jesus? Jesus. I don't know. My dad did it. When no he way. Was, yeah, when he was like in middle school. Or Your high dad school. carved this? Carved it, dude. Because they used to do actually interesting shit in school where he actually learned skills and he learned that. And that was like in high school. This is like a this is like a tiki, right? Yeah. It's interesting though because it looks like a white man tiki. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he has a mustache. He looks like Colonel Sandal Sanders. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I've I've always called him Jesus just because I know he does. He, he, does he somewhat, you know, he doesn't yeah. really look like Jesus, but I just call him Jesus because I just he has an eyebrow piercing, yeah. right here, like the one that pinches the little eyebrow. Hell, you can tell I got the whole double. Yeah, that's rare. It's a nice piece, man. That's why I have it in here. My dad doesn't think much of it, but I think that no, it's cool. I like it. I fuck with it. This, I mean, I'm telling you, this is the things that I pick up when I watch the show. I'm like. These are the things I wonder about. Yeah, the, the stickers right there, basically for their, anyone that is a guest, you can grab any stickers you want. Just cool. kind of like a little hookup. Yeah, I usually got some weed in here. That's about the studio. Hey, that's what I'm saying. I dude. try to copy that. I try to st stay along the same lines as Joe Rogan somewhat. Like, not exactly, because obviously we're younger. And I think Joe Rogan has gone, just Spotify, that's too much money, you know? Once you get, once you get paid that much money, it's kind of hard for you to, and then you have, you know... 10 million, 20 million people listening to you, it's kind of hard for you to, uh, 
I don't know, maybe say some of the things you would say in the past, you know? Like me, for example, I got people, like, maybe, like, 200 views on a, mm. on a video. So I can say whatever the fuck I feel like saying, because who's really going to see it? Who's really going to come after me? Joe Rogan, it's like, that's, that's the big, you have some pool, you know? You got some power. So I was just talking to Armand and Holly about that today. We were talking about how, you know, cancel culture is so popular. Yeah. And there are certain people who get canceled for things like for instance we were talking about <clears throat> Jerry Lorenzo and Jerry Lorenzo is a designer who uh, created Fear of God okay and Fear of God has also a separate label called Essentials and they're both working with Nike right so uh -huh. Jerry Lorenzo was a designer for Nike for a while under these other labels and he came out and said basically He's a devout Christian, and God says that homosexuality is wrong, and he is a part of Christianity, but he believes that everyone should have their own uh, views, and it's wrong of him to pass judgment, so he can't say whether it's right or he wrong. He just said what his personal beliefs are. Right, he put it out there, yeah. and allegedly, Nike let him go because really? of this statement. Yeah, of this statement, and also maybe sales, but I had heard that that was one of the main reasons. And so, it, and then all of a sudden I had heard that Adidas picked him up. So Adidas picked up Jerry Lorenzo after this. Okay. So, we had this conversation about, you know, certain celebrities that are then blacklisted for voicing their beliefs. And I... Well, obviously, was, uh, you can't be a right-wing celebrity. You can't be a conservative well, well, celebrity well, at all. What happened was we brought up Kanye West. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. So Kanye has voiced his uh, support for President Trump, right, for a little while, and he had like taken photos with him, and people like tried to cancel Kanye for a second, but then certain celebrities are so big that they it passes by that like cancel moment mm -hmm. passes by, and then all of a sudden people are like, well, when's the next album coming? We want to hear that old Kanye. They're like, oh, fuck. They're like, yeah, just They're really back to the music, back to the design. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so some people, like you and I, if we were to come out and do something drastic, and and all of a sudden, it, excuse me, it goes global, people would cancel us, and we might be, you know, dug in a hole and not be able to dig yeah. ourselves out because we haven't created any art that has, like, created moments in people's minds that solidifies us as legends. Yeah. So then like our We don't have like any foundation. We don't right. have any So then it would be like these, who are these guys? You know what I mean? But certain celebrities like Ye or Joe Lorenzo are then like or Chris Brown with the whole Rihanna thing. Dude are I, like he I'm surprised got through that. It's just pretty Right, this is a it's weird not, it's a weird topic. Yeah. No, no, that's not cool it's at all. Something bro. you don't want to even no, like putting your hands feel on a weird woman? talking about. No, no, obviously what I'm saying Absolutely people not. feel even weird talking about it because People like to think that that wasn't him. Like, they almost like to, like... Uh, it just, was. It's the two different guys, you know? And exactly. it clearly is the same guy, you It's know? the same thing with Ye, like, supporting Trump. Yes. And Jerry Lorenzo yeah. coming out. And the, the, my whole thing was, is, like, so are artists and are athletes not supposed to, like, put their beliefs out there? Are they just supposed to play their sport? Are they just supposed to design their clothes? Are they just supposed to make their music and leave the current events... Or the controversial topics alone. Yeah, I I think you have to do you. I think that's the only thing you can do. Because what I've kind of started, and this might be way off topic, but this is something I've started to come to terms with. Because I've thought, of, I've had a lot of deep thoughts, just 
among my just really myself, just sitting there thinking about life and thinking about people and shit. Yeah. And I've thought, I've thought pretty deeply about like what's moral, like what should we do, like what, what is our goals in life, like what are you, what are we, what, 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 what are we meant to be here for? Whatever. Purpose. Yeah. Purpose. What's our purpose? Yeah. Uh, and what I've come, what I've, what I, I kind of like my hypothesis is now is kind of like, you gotta just come to terms with you. So like you gotta basically figure out. On the day you die, what life you want to live up until then. So it might not be morally right to this person, but if it if it fits good in your morals and if it's right with you, and you can die with that, then that's the life you should try to go for. You know, it's just kind of like what what fits best in your certain system. You know, like because because some people like money, just that's what their focus is. Money is like mm-hmm. just makes them happy. Money's you know some people it's like family. Some people it's mm-hmm. work. Some people whatever, but. And and some people like lack in other things, but whatever makes you run as a person, I feel like that should be your focus. Because there's not one way you should do it. You shouldn't just True. you know go to high school, go to college, you know, uh, get married and then have kids. And it's like you know, there's not a, a certain way. Nobody really knows. Everybody gives you their fucking what you they think you should do, but yeah. they really don't know. Nobody really fucking knows. It's on you. Facts. How are you gonna? What what are you <laughs> doing for you? You feel me? Yeah, you know it's funny because. I was, at this point, if you don't know who I am or what I do, my name is Zach Boletto. Troy and I went to high school together at LQ. We played baseball together. I graduated, went to college, and got a degree in communication and in journalism. And now I'm a news reporter. So I'm in the field and I'm interviewing people and I'm talking about these topics on a daily basis. That's how I started, was in the field. And this last year... I got a raise and they put me now as an anchor. So I sit at the desk and I'm the guy who sits there and I read the news. And I want to tell you this too because I I put everything in the news. What you see in the news. If you watch our show, my show, uh-huh. at 9 a.m. or whenever you're going to turn on ABC 17 in Missouri, everything that's written is written by me. Really? Yes. Every single thing that you see come down is written by me. So, this is why I want to talk to you because I I know that a lot of people think the news is so controversial right now. And it's like, my whole thing is, if you see something that's not in the news and you want covered, and you feel like should have coverage, reach out to me. Because I would like to hear about it and I would like to put in the newscast if I think it's it's Like, legitimate. Worthy. Yeah. Yes. And maybe you're saying, who am I to say it's worthy? Well, I'm going to take what you're saying and I'm going to research it. And if it's valid, we're going to run it if it's new. You know what I mean? So... Back to what we were talking about, though, about purpose. I've been working lately with these younger production assistants and these younger students, basically, who are working at the station, mm-hmm. and they look up to me kind of as a leader now. And I told these kids, man, look, I'm out here doing my best, but let me tell you, I'm not your boss. Like, we're all in this spaceship together, and we're trying to get to the same destination, and we're trying to all succeed, right? And so we're just a team together and what i need you guys to know as young high schoolers or young college students or kids who are just trying to figure out what you're trying to do with your life me as an adult i don't even know what i'm doing with my life i'm just trying to figure this out on a daily basis every single day yeah and all i'm thinking on everyday basis is do better every day is do better the next day what can i do tomorrow to improve where i was yesterday how can i continue to move forward in my path to becoming great, in my opinion, you know what I mean? And that's where I find purpose is, how can I become 
great? How can I become someone mm-hmm. who is considered like great? You know what I mean? Or yeah. someone who has made a difference or made a change or really has an impact. You know what I mean? Like a seismic impact in society in whether it's desert culture, whether it's California culture, whether it's United States culture or, you know, internationally and reaching everyone in households all across the world, you know, I'd like to continue to try to grow it because I do feel like I've had a little bit of an impact in the desert already as it is, you know what I mean? So it's like, and maybe even a little bit in California, whether it's at the universities that I went to. So now it's like, how can I make an international effort? You know what I mean? I'm in Missouri and I'm doing some things here and there, but at the same time, I'm I'm not blowing up yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah. not at the Olympics. Yeah, you're still, but like you said, you're getting better every day. Well, that's you, my, that's how I approach it. your goal is, you know, so, and like, obviously, like you said, your goal is to be great in the end, but that's a journey, bro. And True. you're, you're along that journey and, and clearly at your age, you're, you're taking the right steps there to be great, to be a great at whatever you want to be great at. Cause you're doing things that kids fucking dudes our age 25 26 years old that wouldn't even think of dude there's dudes that are like still like are just chilling at home just drinking or whatever you know just chilling with homies all day like not even figuring out life at all and you already got this career fucking you've had it figured out you've had it figured out basically since high school right out of high school you're fucking where like even college you built that fucking news station basically at your college Mm -hmm. so it's like you're already driven from the jump dude you're you're on that journey I've just always been inspired, dude. Like, that's the key, I think, to me, is just finding inspiration. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you feel like you don't have purpose, if you wake up and you're like, I have no idea what Zach's talking about, like, in, in purpose, because that's how that's what drives me. My purpose is getting better every day, getting better the next day. Uh-huh. If you feel like you can't find that purpose, it's like, you got to find inspiration. And to me, you can find inspiration in anything, bro. Like, you can either find inspiration in the biggest designers in the world, the biggest artists in the world. Or you can also find inspiration in the Santa Claus at the mall, excuse me, or Troy Roberts hosting a podcast, you know, from his studio in DHS, bro. It's like, I find inspiration in you, dude. I appreciate it. Honestly, like, and I have from the jump. That's why I've always supported you because I was telling you just a minute ago that that's why I love watching hunted podcasts is because like, it feels like it's my way to keep a pulse on the desert. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know what else you can also find inspiration in? In homeless people, bro. Yeah. Like, if you're... I was just at In-N-Out, dude, for the first time in like a year. Thank God, dude. You know what I mean? I gotta eat In-N-Out again. <laughs> and there was a homeless person there and asked me for some money. And I was like, actually, I don't have cash on me right now. And she, and she started like going off and kind of like going on this crazy tangent. She probably has mental health issues. You know what I mean? But I was like listening to try to, try to make out what she was saying. And then I realized, like, man, like, I really am like blessed in my position now and um and you know I felt bad for her at the same time I thought to myself you know I have had friends who have been on the verge of homelessness before and you know what would I do if that was ever my kid or my brother or my dad or my mom or my friend Troy you know what I mean like I I don't want to be in that position and if there's any way that I can you know build myself up or build my family or build my team up in order to be in a better position that has some inspiration for me you know what I mean like some people might see a homeless person and not bad not but sometimes I'll look and I'll be like 
that's inspiring, man, you know, because I can get inspired by the people at the top and the people who are at the bottom that need some help, you know, and sometimes yeah. you got to get out there on Christmas and, and, and give people some gifts, bro. Yeah, just do. The giving is kind of crazy, too, how much better giving feels than receiving, you know? And give, you know what? I saw, I saw Isaiah Verasis on TikTok. Yeah. And he's doing giveaways. Isaiah Ross yeah, is, is doing his, giveaways. What is his giveaway thing? I forgot. Uh, giveaway Zay. Giveaway Zay on giveaway TikTok. Zay. Giveaway yeah, Zay. he's doing he's doing giveaways on TikTok, and that's really dope, bro. Yeah, that's really dope because it's hard to do. It takes time and it takes money and it takes effort. Yeah, for sure. And and on that being finding inspiration, dude. I even this happened last week. I we were at the store and there was a, like basically a kid, maybe a teenager or something. With his parents, and he literally had no arms or legs, and my son saw, like, he had no arms or no legs, and he's like, he, like, let me know, he's like, oh, yeah, no, and I was like, some people are born like that, that's why you gotta, you gotta understand, like, you're blessed to be how you are, it's like, no matter what, you know, and, like, he's obviously blessed to be alive, too, but he, look at, look at what he's doing, and he's fine, he's fucking going Christmas shopping with his parents and shit, and he has, can't even fucking walk or anything, can't do nothing, and, and it was just, it's, which it was, son like, was cool, that? This is TJ, TJ. So Your oldest like, son. Yeah, my oldest son. So it's, it, it's, those teaching moments are, are big for me because it's just like, those are the moments where you can kind of like build that character, you know, like see your kid like, oh, like they start like seeing like, oh damn, you know, like. Yeah, explain see that, the whole bro. world a little bit. Explain that because I think that's a real special moment and I don't have any kids and I look forward to having kids and sharing these moments with my kids and, and like, well, at that moment, you know, when, when. TJ like looked at you and what did he, what did he say and what was your initial reaction? Well, he first thought he said the first thing he said is, is he like looked at me and he said oh he has he didn't have arms or legs and he said he but but I, I don't laugh and I was like exactly you don't you don't laugh at him like he's a person just like you and and just for him to even like it might be sound rude to somebody else or whatever, but just for my five year old to know yeah. in his head like oh I don't laugh at that person that's yeah. different than me is like. I was Mature. Like, yeah, you're a grown ass kid, you know, and you're five, you know. He's and five. I, and so man, you just gotta remember that, you know, we're blessed. We you're you're walking, you get to do whatever you you want, you can play football every day and it was just cool, bro. I just love it's so weird having kids, you know, because it's like you you just you don't you don't understand life until you have them because then it's life isn't even about you anymore. It's about like you're like, oh, it's about the community. Or like, you know, it's about the it's about us as a whole. It's about America, it's about fucking everybody's family really. It's not me, it's not you, it's us. I just I don't know. I love having kids. Bro. Nah, dude, I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm jealous. You're gonna but you're a big good dad, dude, so you're good. <laughs> enjoy yeah. the time without kids, bro. You'll be good. Yeah, you're gonna you'll probably coach my kids, bro. Yeah, shout out, I will. You better yeah. start them. Yeah. <laughs> Already? Already? Yeah, they got bled on the hey, last listen, day. You don't want me coming down there like Diddy, fucking, Diddy, you know, hey, talking bro, to my kids, you know what I mean? Like, damn, my, my, my son is starting. Dude. Even if he got one arm. <laughs> you, you would be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be a good dad, bro. Are you, you're gonna be, but you're gonna be like, you're gonna have your shit all set up. I feel like you're gonna be Mr. Career. You're gonna have that shit. You're gonna be like on ABC There's no way to know or it, on CBS or on like fucking some main I'm, ass station, and then you're gonna have yeah. kids. They call that network network yeah. news. Oh, network news. That's like the yeah. The thing about those big networks, though, bro, is that okay. Here's the difference between national and local news, which I think is really important to uh, break down. For hey, people wait, wait. Actually, before that, before that, yeah. Okay, have you ever seen? I've seen the video on YouTube. But where it shows, because there's like, there's like one. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sinclair owns like a hundred 
30 stations. So is that fact? And Sinclair, the owners... Okay. You know exactly what I'm talking about. There are monopolies in news. Okay. You know what monopolies are? Yes. There are monopolies in news where there are owners who own hundreds of news stations. Exactly. Excuse me. This Modelo is hitting. Yeah. Shout out to Modelo. Choice of fighters or fighting spy, the fighting spirit. <laughs> That's what they say, right? Yeah, I don't know. Something bro. about the fighting spirit. I watch UFC. Uh, <laughs> I do too. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We out here watching fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about fighting a little bit later. I think we should talk about that uh, Jake Paul or the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather bout. That's coming in February. Okay, we can talk okay. about that. What were we talking about before that? Sinclair. Sinclair, okay. So Sinclair was owns around 130 <laughs> stations, yeah. right? And they wrote a script. The owners wrote a script. They hired maybe... I don't know the, the whole story. I might get in trouble for telling this story. I don't know the background of it because that's... You know what I mean? Because, because I don't know the background. Here, I'll just... just I'll, can you just give like this is the... The, the gist. Yeah. Okay, so this a, is the gist. To cover my ass, I don't know the actual story, but here's what I would say would have happened if I was working for Sinclair and I were to try to put this together. Perfect. Right? So if I'm a Sinclair owner, I would have hired a a news uh, marketing team and I would have told the team we want to put a script together that's saying, what they were saying was our democracy is under attack, XYZ is what they said in this whole story, right? Uh And... They sent this script out to all 100 stations, and they had all the main anchors at these stations read the script to their local news, like, markets, right? And so someone on Twitter or someone noticed in America that these hundreds of news stations were saying the same thing. They put them all together, and everyone's like, yo, what the, what the hell is this? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. what the hell is this? So... So that's what happened, and I work for a station called ABC17, KMIZ. We're owned by this company called News Press Gazette. And News Press Gazette is a much smaller ownership. We have like 10 stations, but compared to like those massive monopolies, it's really nothing. Mm-hmm. And they have, they're a lot more hands-off. We have a, we have a talent uh, coach and a talent agency that we speak with like monthly, who gives us pointers, you know what I mean? They also work with Vice News, so they're working with some bigger, like, market stations. Yeah. And um, and we get pointers from them, but national news is a lot more in that vein of, here's what you're gonna say, and we don't really care what you think, you're saying this. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? The Fox more News, follow the CNN. Yeah, those kind of, and the ABC, the, the, the bigger, bigger conglomerates... Gotcha. They're called they're called the cable news. Mm-hmm. The big cable news stations are a lot more in that vein of you don't really have much control. Here's how we're gonna say it. This is Fox News. We lean conservative. We're putting a conservative spin on the story, and this is how you're gonna say it. CNN. We lean liberal. We're gonna put a liberal spin on the story. Here's how you're gonna say it. You know what I mean? Local news. I see the story come down on CNN, on Fox, and on Associated Press. Right? These are some of the three biggest. Um, you know, news networks and mm-hmm. AP Associated Press is known as being like a fair, unbiased news network. And so we see these three scripts come down, basically, let's say on the new coronavirus relief bill, and saying that we want six hundred dollars for you know Americans. And I'm seeing it all come down, and I'm like, okay, how can I read all three of these scripts, and how can I um, consolidate them into one script for my local viewers? 
that is fair on both sides of the aisle and just gives the people the facts? How can I just give them the facts of the relief? Kind of what the news was thought to be, right? Right. News was thought to be. That's what. Yes, that's what people want from the news. That's the thing. But people are so caught up in Fox and CNN that they get stuck watching it because they. That's what everyone says. Did you see Fox? Did you see CNN? Exactly. And and, what they say. And they use each other. They use each other's stuff back and forth. And then a lot of the boomers that are like our parents or older than us get caught up in that. But really, there's like young journalists like me who are like trying to be more fair and gets the bad rap. For you know, leaning one way or the other, because these big stations are Just so fuck unfair. Fuck it up for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. So now, because every, everybody thinks news is fake now, basically. Yeah. Everybody thinks everybody's just fucking big, up and yeah. just making up random shit, you know. Yeah, bro. And the best thing that I could say for that, if people are super like uh, contentious about you know watching the news now, watch your local station. You know, watch KESQ if you're in the desert. Even watch KMIR and see what they say about it. But then also, like, do your own research, bro. Like, go on Twitter and, yeah. and go go and search what you're looking for. If there's one specific story you feel like you need to know what's going on, Google it and do a little bit more research. Because the news will give you 30 seconds of what happened and Moving that's on. it. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't do more research, all you're going to know is that 30 seconds of what this person told you. So... It's really like we'll give you what we can give you for the time yeah. right now, but we have a thirty we have like a thirty minute show that has ten minutes of commercials, so our show's really only twenty minutes and we have to tell you <laughs> we have to tell you twenty five stories, but we also have to give you six minutes of weather. Yeah, exactly. So we really only have and some like, traffic. Right. Of traffic. So we re- traffic <laughs> alerts. So yeah. we really only have twelve minutes of news, bro. And so it's like we're giving you bits and pieces. But if you're only going to use those bits and pieces, you're really not as informed as you could be. That's the problem, so, dude, is how yeah. lazy are, is the average American when it comes to doing that? Good Who's question. Who's going to go do any extra research? Yeah, how active is the average American in seeing something and researching it? It's a good question. Not very active, I'm sure. Most people. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm, I, well, damn, I, w- I will... Yeah, I would say most people, because I would like to say younger people, but then a lot of younger people don't give a fuck and wouldn't even... Like, they'd see something on Instagram and be like, oh, that's true. Or, like, they'd share it, you know, instead of, like, going deeper mm-hmm. and, like, actually seeing the whole news. But Here's the thing, yeah, though. Bro. With that, I think the younger generations, even our generation, is a lot more prepared to handle those situations yeah. and know how to do more research. Because, you know, our parents, they didn't have cell phones, bro. They didn't have iPhones. So, like, we got iPhones, bro. You know what I mean? We could search that right away so fast. They, they didn't have computers, bro, initially. Yeah. They had to yeah. go to the library. They had to paperback search everything, bro, before us. That's and we're like, shit, it's man. wild, bro. And yeah. we're bringing that up like nothing, bro. Yeah. Like, How do you, what do you think about tech, man? And you are like, even social media. You think, you think social media is like, a, you think it's an overall beneficial thing or do you think it's like a detriment to society? I think it's beneficial. Yeah. I think transparency is the most valuable currency. See, I agree. In humanity, I think when it I think when it comes to uh, health, in in like mental health, I think. You don't think it's too much though. You don't think sometimes we get blasted with too much bullshit because some shit is not even like. You always have the option to turn it off. I remember Tyler the Creator one time said when we were like in high school, he put out a tweet like, "What do you mean cyberbullying? Like just." Close your eyes. Like, <laughs> like, like, turn off your phone. Like, what are you talking about? If you, if you feel like it's too much, don't turn, it off. turn your phone off for a day. Turn, like, yeah. don't, like, delete the apps for a week and come back. If yeah. you feel, or don't come back. Like, 
you know, do your own thing. Do I think it's a lot? Yes. Uh, remember when the internet first started coming out, dude, and YouTube was brand new, and YouTube, we could search so much stuff, and they weren't really recommending anything for you, but it was just like, you find a video, and then these are related videos, and you would yeah. just find different crazy stuff, and you could go crazy. Nowadays, it's all like recommendations, and and for you, and it's like, it don't, you blocked into a certain amount of stuff, and it's like, it's not as free as it once was. Yeah, exactly, because it's all focused on getting you addicted to their app. Yeah, staying, to their certain, yeah. engaging. Yeah, exactly. So that's that I think is somewhat of an issue, it's I guess. It is a little bit dangerous, I will say. Yeah. But then again, it's like, would you go back to mm-hmm. books in the library? Here's where it's dangerous. Here's where it's dangerous. If you begin to trust the wrong sources, if you begin to trust sources that are unreliable... Yeah. That are claiming to be professional but are just sharing headlines, then you're in danger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you're not doing your research and you're you're ill informed. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where it can be dangerous. Do your own research, find out which news networks or websites are trustworthy and bring you the actual facts and follow and like I wouldn't say even 100% follow those. I would, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to... <laughs> okay, on top of that, do your yeah. research. And then on top of that, bro... <laughs> do extra research. Yeah, but then on top, of that, <laughs> on top of that, bro, enjoy your life, dude. Don't yeah. focus so much on that yeah, that's shit, you. dude. That's you know you. what I'm saying? That's you. That's you. People sure. focus so much on yeah. some shit they can't control. Honestly. And it's like... Yeah. Dude, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I don't have a trillion dollars. No. I can't fix it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do better. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Just like you're saying. Do better yourself day by day. Really right. Know. With the presidents too. Like, like a new president got elected and people are going crazy. And to me it's like. Cares? To me it's like it doesn't matter because. Bro, were you poor yesterday? Okay. Yeah. You're poor today. Right? <laughs> That's you know? the thing, dude. It's like I'm not. My vote. Unfortunately, I hate to say this, but especially in California, my vote won't change what which way California's voting. It's going blue. You know. And, you know, whoever's going to be president is going to be president. And are they going to make a change for me? Maybe. Maybe something small will benefit me. But at the end of the day, dude, it's like... It's like... It doesn't matter. It Who's really going to make matter. the biggest change for you? Who who, who out of your whole life... Exactly. Me. Yourself. Dude. Yourself. You're only yourself that can do only it. Only you If can you're going to sit there and change. think, this president's going to save everything, you're wrong. You gotta rethink again. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go back to the drawing board because one president isn't gonna save your life. So let's go back to the drawing board. Let's talk about fighting. What's up, okay. the fucking? So what do you? How all do you right. feel, dog? All right. So first, how do you of feel all, about Jake Paul too? Okay, first of all, Jake Paul knocking out Nate Robinson. If I don't know how what kind of special effects you have, but let's get that on the screen right now. Is there? Right there. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> dude, ooh. Okay, that was, that was Nate. Dude. Oh, you watched it. You no, watched yeah, that it. was, yeah, it played, it played, okay, it played. Okay, okay, yeah. So, uh, Nate Robinson did not know how to box, dude. Not at all. Nah, he did not know how to box. Jake Paul was in there, obviously had been training, knocked him out. You know what I mean? The Mike Tyson and the uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight, you know what I mean? It was like uncles just kind of like going back and forth. They're just thick, they're you. professionals. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, I mean... If you really watch fighting, you're like, okay, I can appreciate the technique and I can appreciate the guy. It was nice to see them in the ring. But yeah. It was like... They weren't going out there to kill. Yeah. Which is what <laughs> you like to watch fighting for. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, we watched those and 
the whole Paul Brothers thing, you know, they've been viral since YouTube days, you know, for doing crazy stuff. Jake Paul has a better record, I think, in regards to, you know, being a better person than his brother Logan. With the rat and all, like, killing animals and yeah, shit or what? Well, yeah, Logan went to, like, the suicide forest in Japan. Oh, yeah, I heard about And, like, that, found yeah. a dead person hanging from a tree. And that, that was, like, a huge... Shit, right? Yeah, that was a huge scandal. And, um, you know, but they all, they, they talk a bunch of shit. They do clickbait. These guys, these guys, you know, took over the entertainment industry Pretty with, heavy, dude. with the internet. Yeah. Of the internet. And they succeeded. You know what I mean? So there's like the news industry. There's like the entertainment industry of like YouTubers. Yeah. And they really went into that YouTube industry and succeeded. And they had the whole, like, they had one of those influencer houses. You know what I mean? And then they're like, we, the money's in boxing. They see Floyd making crazy money. The money's in boxing. Let's train. Boom. They got into boxing. Beat Nate Robinson. I think Logan Paul boxed KSI. KSI, I don't even think, was a real fighter. You know what I mean? And he and so that they went I back. I think it was forth. a draw. Or yeah. he might have even lost one. So, honestly, I don't even think this Floyd and Logan Paul fight is going to happen. You can, you can run this back on February 21st when they're supposed to have that fight. I don't think it's going to happen. Really? Nah, because... Well, here's the thing. Here's why it could happen. Because Floyd came out of retirement to fight that guy in China. Do you remember that? It was a totally fake fight. Well, it, they fought, right? Wait, it was the kid, right? The kickboxer? It was, was a it? young... Yeah, it was yeah. a young... And they okay. fought, uh-huh. right? They fought, yeah. fought. Yeah. But Floyd knocked him out, I think, in like, the, like first the first round. round. Yeah, and all the Chinese investors were like shocked. You know what I mean? And Floyd won a bunch of money. He's like, duh. He's like, this kid doesn't know how to fight. So that's why I think that Floyd might take this fight with Logan Paul. Because he was willing to... What makes you think fight. it's not going to happen? Logan is not an established fighter. You just think he's just... Why would he go in there with Mayweather? Why would Mayweather go in there with Logan? You know what I mean? My whole thing is, why would why would Floyd risk his whole legacy, his undefeated legacy? Well, it's already an exhibition. So it already doesn't even go against his record. So it's this, already... This fight with Logan? Yeah. It's already counted as an ex- exhibition, even though they're supposed to do three-minute rounds. It's supposed to be like a real boxing match or whatever. So it already doesn't even count. It's already not even like a real match. So, but still, it's almost like a money a money grab. But I do see what you're saying because Logan Paul is bigger than him, and if he does lose, no matter if it's an exhibition, that looks pretty fucking bad. Right. It's the worst thing that, that could for ever the, possibly for happen. Possibly the greatest boxer in the world of all time. Of all time, yeah. In my in my opinion, I agree actually because I've seen him box, bro. And it's pretty hard to disagree. He doesn't get touched. He's the best technical He might boxer. be boring as fuck, but yeah. he doesn't get touched. And when he was younger, he fucked people up. Yeah. Some of his old fights, he knocked people out. That's what I'm saying. You throw the right guy in the ring with him, he'll he'll get he'll get down. But Did you see Jake Paul throw water balloons at Dylan Dennis? Yes. How do you feel about that shit? I, I like Dylan Dennis as a fighter. Yeah. I do like Dylan Dennis as a fighter. I haven't watched any of his Bellator fights, so yeah. I don't know how he is. I like Dylan Dennis as a fighter. Um, and, and I think, uh, I think, I think Jake or I think was it, Jake's trying to get McGregor now to yeah. fight. Did you see what he did? Talk, tell He's McGregor. talking about his girl, his dude. He said she was a four. That's it. That's so disrespectful. I would fight him. I like, if I was McGregor, I'd a, beat the fuck yeah, out of him. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'd fight him. A six is saying one thing, you know what I mean? Like, she said it was a six, like, ah, right, I could live with it. But a four. It's kind of fucked up, man. Yeah, you're fighting. We're do fighting. You, We're fighting. Do you feel that... <laughs> yeah, dude. Do you feel that this this is fucking up boxing? Like, like bringing in these... Like, okay, good question. J- Jake Paul is now the biggest star 
in boxing, which is pretty... That's a big statement. Pretty close to the... Besides, okay, maybe like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. I'd say maybe those two are about... They're quiet right now. It's quiet for both of those guys right now. Yeah, so I'm going to say Jake Paul's pretty close to the biggest star in boxing. And he's not even really a professional boxer. Uh So my issue... Well, he is technically. Yeah, but his knockout is Nate Robinson. Right. And so my issue is, is this fucking up boxing as a whole, as a sport? Like, is Dana White deep down just smiling inside as he watches boxing turn into just an entertainment? Yes. But he, here's, here's how I'm seeing it, though. Here's how I'm seeing it, and I'm just realizing this as you're saying that. It's almost like the rap game, how the young rappers come up, you know what I mean? And everyone's like, oh, who's this Lil Uzi and Playboy Cardi mumble rappers type of kids? Like, I'm an OG. I like E-40 and Too Short. Mm-hmm. Respect E-40 and Too Short and the OGs that came before them. But, you know, the old heads are like, oh, these YouTubers, they don't deserve to be in here. You know what I mean? Oh, these Uzis and these Cardis, they yeah. don't deserve to be in here. But in reality, these guys are pulling numbers. These guys are doing big numbers. Like yeah. the biggest numbers. Yeah. And they're really running it up and they're making good music. These guys are running these numbers up in boxing. Like, here's the thing. These guys have not fought real boxers yet. That's, exactly. the, that's the real X factor. Is Once Logan and Jake get into the ring with some real, real fighters, then will they be put to sleep. And if that happens... Does that end all the energy? <laughs> that's that's done, right? be big. Adding, that would be big. <laughs> the hype's over at that point, right? When you see one of those, one of the brothers fight like a I professional think, yeah. and just get knocked out. I think, yeah. I think, I think the hype would be over at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get what you're saying because they, they bring a lot of numbers, bro. But what happens... Okay, let's, let's be the devil's advocate. What happens if one of them actually is good and ends up being an actually good professional boxer? How does that turn out? Uh, YouTube does that change the game a little bit? Does it does it make all those YouTube stars try to just be boxers? I think at this point you could do whatever you want, dude. I think I think that this is a good segue into like you know in anything. It's like you can do whatever you want. Like don't let any old head tell you you can't. Isn't that the beauty of tech and social media? Yeah, yeah, bro. Well, look at me, dog. Like my mom's a news anchor, you know, and I always knew that I wanted to be on the news, and I could have, you know not played baseball and been the full news kid my whole entire life. Nah. But everyone would have fucking hated me. <laughs> everyone would have fucking hated me. And I was like, you know what, dude? I want to skate. I want to hang out with the cheerleaders. Like, I want to play ball. Like, I want to, you know, be an athlete. I want to yeah. party. I want to surf. I want to snowboard. Like, these are things that I want to do. I want to go to Coachella. Like, I love music. Like, I love the streets. Like, I love different type of people. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, that's who I am. Like, I, I always knew that I would be here in this moment being a news reporter, but I didn't want to be the cookie cutter, go to the journalism school, you know what I mean, and be on the school yeah, news thing, the whatever. the same story. I was like, dude, I want to do my own path and then and then be the guy that's in the news who has also lived this cool-ass life. And I feel like that's what I've set myself up for at this point. And some people don't like it, bro. Like, some real people who consider themselves real journalists... Don't like people like me who come into the game and haven't, like, been book Paid your dues or whatever? Yeah, been like, you know, yeah, exactly. Have, so you've you've come across those people in your actual job now? Yeah, well, there's two types of journalists. There's, yeah, there's two types of journalists in this, in the game, you know what I mean? There's the person who is diehard, by the book, everything, you know, journalism by the book, and kind of nerdy. Some, you know, isn't always the most appealing and isn't always the most conversational. And then you have the 
good looking, very conversational, outgoing, you know, extrovert. Gotcha, yeah. So it's like the two opposites. Right. Who doesn't really like the books as much, but is really good with people and really good at communicating and really good at dressing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these two worlds meet. Definite. You're different, ben- like you're de- yeah. different positives and negatives. Uh-huh. And shit. Yeah. yeah. And so these two worlds meet and sometimes they don't like each other, but sometimes they blend very well. And I've tried to blend. I've tried to blend these two worlds together because I like to have respect from everybody. Yeah. That's just the type of person that I am. Unfortunately, I try to please everyone, you know what I mean, a lot of the time. Which, which is always, tough. most of the time, backsfires. Yeah, it's hard. you're trying to take but, care um, of everyone. But, you know, we have this real Ashley Strohmeyer, who I basically, who was one of my mentors, you know what I mean, when we first came to this, I first went to the station in Columbia. She didn't go to college. She won Miss USA, like, 2010, or Miss Missouri 2010, or something like that. She's gorgeous. Didn't go to college. And, like, started as a news anchor, was, like, a news anchor for six years, and Fox News picked her up. Now she's making, like, six figures on Fox News. You know what yeah, I mean? And, yeah. And there's people who have been in journalism for 30 years who will never, <clears throat> excuse me, get picked up for a big network. Like will that. never make as much money, will never get as much recognition, you know? And so it's, like, it's, like, what path do you take? Yeah. And this goes back to the whole thing with fighting. It's, like... You can take any path you want to whatever goal you want. Just focus on it and like follow the path. This is the crazy shit. Is there's no rules? There are no rules, bro. There's literally none. There are no rules. There are no rules. And the older you get, the more you realize there's no rules. You're gonna learn how to go step to step to step and to get to where you want to go, but there's no rules. Yeah, you do. Someone tells you there's rules. They're full of shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They didn't figure it out. They didn't yeah. figure it out. So they're right. mad. They're so trying to put you in a box. Don't let them. Yeah. Don't let them put you in a box. <laughs> they're supposed to be full of shit. They are, dude. I, I, that's, I, that's one of my favorite things to say is like, there are no rules, dude. Like, just go and do this. If you know something's wrong, don't do it because, you know, you know the repercussions. And if you know it's wrong and you do it, then know that you're going to face repercussions and you're going to have to face them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? That shit's real, dog. All that karma shit, all that shit is... I don't know if it's karma or whatever, but it's real, dog. Like, how even it's, like, just how you view life, how you how you wake up, your mindset, you know, like, that, that whole bullshit, like, manifested or whatever. It's mm-hmm. kind of real, you know? It's, it's the way you it view is. things can kind of make your life positive or negative. Yeah. Every action has a reaction. Yeah. For sure. Every action has a reaction. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> and you gotta know how to handle it. The whole thing is be prepared, bro. And I think yeah. we talked about this in the last podcast. I said, "Lords never worry." Lords never worry is one of the one of the things that I said at the end of the podcast yeah. because uh, if you're prepared, then you never have to be worried about anything because you are set up for something and you go in there and you execute. Something goes wrong, you're already prepared for it to go wrong, and you have a backup plan. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a problem solver. Mm-hmm. You just solve it because you already know what to do if it happens. It's not. And that's where experience yeah. comes in handy because you already know how these things are going to go wrong, and so when something goes wrong, you know how to handle it. And that's why people want. That's why a lot of times people want people with experience instead of the young kid, which is why people like you and I are like, well, why don't they make me the manager? Why don't they make me the news director? Because I could tell people what to do. They're like, you don't know what to do. What happened? You don't know what's at do when things go wrong. Yeah, like maybe every day when it's working out perfect, you can mm-hmm. tell you what to do, but when yeah. there's a sh- some shit where shit you really the don't actually have the answer and you got to figure out an answer, you don't really know what the fuck's going yeah. on. 
Mm-hmm. What's your, uh, how long are you down for? Five nights and four days, bro. Yeah. And this is the first night. I just landed like an hour ago. How, how was your trip? How was your, your Dude. plane? Th- and we did a COVID test before. Yep. And so we did the podcast. I'm negative. negative. I'm negative too. I'm negative. He's negative. Uh, I actually do COVID tests every day now. Good. I have to take COVID tests every day. So it's actually pretty cool because now I know I'm negative. Exactly. So. See, that's the thing. It's, it's like news, bro. If you're informed, then you're well informed and you're better You're better at approaching your day. You're prepared. Yeah. You're prepared. You can always tell people I'm negative. I tested negative today. Yeah, exactly. but flying was shitty, dude. Yeah, flying was shitty. Is this? It's like fucking crazy or what? Like everybody's distance, mass. How is it? Is was there a lot of people? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of people. I flew from Kansas City, not that many people. But when I got to Salt Lake City, in Utah, there were a lot of people in that airport, and everyone was wearing masks. But there were a lot of people in that airport. Did you feel sketched at all? Yep. Yeah, he feel sketchy. I did feel sketch, but I had my mask on and I've been clean and I've been, you know what I mean, yeah. doing all the right things and sanitizing my hands. They give you sanitizer, I use that. Oh wait. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. Literally pulled out the sanitizer right from the airport. Yeah. 2020. Stay sanitized. You know what I mean? So, you know, okay, so, and it was sketch at Salt Lake City. It was sketch at Salt Lake City. Um, And then LAX, I didn't have any time. I jumped right from one plane and got into the Palm Springs plane. Oh, okay. But uh, people are just antsy, you know what I mean? People feel uncomfortable. You could tell there's a weird energy in the air, and you're like, man, nobody really wants to be here. Just super tension. People, yeah, feel kind of sketched out about traveling as it is. You know what I mean? And then the timing of the flights were weird because you can only have basically like half the amount of people on a flight than you normally could because you got to take out all the middle seats. Uh, so they're doing that. They're taking out all the middle so seats. So basically you just have one and one. Mm-hmm. You like skip a seat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And in some flights you're only doing one on each side. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So that's weird. And my flight times were weird. So I had to like, you know, adjust for that. Um, but overall, I mean, I got here. Yeah. Yeah, and traveling is sketch right now. Everyone knows traveling is sketch, but um, I was looking at the numbers the other day. They said on Friday, Thursday and Friday, that a million people had uh, TSA tracked a million people on Thursday and a million people on Friday traveling. And compared to last year, there was two million people on each of those days. So, so half. we've cut it in half, but there's still a million people traveling. Which is still... That's a good amount of a people. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. So that's how that's what it was like. I I want let's let's wrap it up here on what have you learned in your news career so far? Because you you've literally just you got that promotion. How much time are we at? I think we're at uh, over an hour or about an hour. Fifty minutes. Fifty one. Okay, gonna hit this pen. Yeah, hit the pen, dude. Alright. We can get into conspiracies and shit. I just I just didn't know how long you wanted to be here. No, that's alright. I don't right. know I just what you're baby yet. Yeah, I, hate that. I mean, I'm, I mean, you're taking me home, dude. Yeah, LQ, Facts. LQ, LQ family. Shout out, LQ alone. Christmas, baby. This is a Christmas special. Oh, I gotta press this button. Oh, is now, it on right now or is it oh, okay? Now you're it's good. on. I wasn't pressing the button. You're like, what the fuck? The Christmas special of the 100 podcast. 
Alright, so what's your question? What have you learned? Or what is probably the biggest thing you've learned thus far? Or, I don't know. Yeah, biggest thing you've learned thus far from your career as a news... Uh, in news, in general, like... Or maybe, like, your biggest life lesson or something. What, what have you learned from, from being in news? Because even, even just talking to you today, or even last time I talked to you, you just talk like a very, you just very, you just know yourself almost, you know, like you just know what you're about, you know what you're, you're shooting for, you know, like, you just kind of have it all figured out. So like, was there any point in your news career where it kind of like helped you grow up or like maybe getting put on the spot, having to be in front of the camera or be in front of people that... I don't know, bro. I just see you, and you just you look very just mature. You're just a mature person compared to obviously I've known you since we we're kids. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. I think the most valuable piece of uh, experience that I have taken from uh, my one and a half years so far, I think, on TV, is <clears throat> put yourself in a position to succeed. Or put yourself in a position to have opportunity. Because for me, that moment of opportunity or that position to succeed was live TV. The moment they say, we're throwing things out to Zach Boyd live in DHS. He's with Troy Roberts who just uh, built the first uh, sports facility, football facility in DHS. It's 300 yards long. Uh, Zach, Mr. Roberts says... There are, you know, 500 athletes who are already signed up for memberships. And then boom, it comes to me. And at that moment, it's like, I can either succeed or I can fail. But no matter what, I have basically a pitch, like a 10 to 15 second pitch to throw to my package. And it's either going to be good or bad. Yeah, yeah. And in that moment, that's where you find yourself digging deep and stepping up to the plate. It's almost like you're seeing a fastball come out of pitcher's hand. It's like, you know, you're either going to swing. It's either your pitch or you're going to let it go by. You know what I mean? It's the same type of feeling, bro. Yeah, yeah, And so it's like, that's my my advice is like, put yourself in a position in an industry where you know that there are moments, valuable moments that can um, carry weight in the course of your success. Every day. Try to to make it every day. It's really hard for it to be every day. Mm -hmm. But if you can find a... um, an occupation or a job that gives you that opportunity every day, then you'll find success fast. Yeah, yeah. Because you get to grow. You're getting so much experience. And there's always tomorrow. Say I do fuck up the hit, and I'm, ah, oh, it's the worst. Ah, oh, man, that hit was so bad. Like, I beat myself up. You know what I mean? Sometimes you beat yourself up. The next day, you got another hit. You're yeah. doing more research on a different story. And you're like, okay, today's the day. I'm going to be better today. I'm going to push further, and I'm going to hit this one. And so that's what I would say. It's like try to put yourself. That for me, that was the, that's the most valuable understanding of what I'm doing. Is that every day I have a chance to, you know, do something big. Mm-hmm. You know, I might go to a story that isn't covered nationally. Yeah. Randomly, randomly. I don't it know. Just, it I just once it's done, it just happens to get picked up. Yeah. And it's a national story. Right. Yeah. I've had it happen a couple times. One time was I was at. It was like. Uh, 4th of July at the Lake of the Ozarks. Uh-huh. And uh, it was right when COVID hit, 4th of July. And they're like, uh, this is an outbreak. This is a massive outbreak. We're telling people to stay home for 4th of July. 
da 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 don't watch fireworks everyone like stay away and uh and it was it was a rager at the lake of the ozarks and you uh, so then it it got and everywhere like, it got to main and i was like shooting this you know everything that's going on excuse me and i was like the story is that isn't that you know the the hotels are packed it's that people aren't following safety guidelines that's the story yeah you know what i mean and so then that's when I made the story and I interviewed a girl about it. I'm like, what do you think? She's like, well, we'll see what happens after the whole fucking day. Like, this <laughs> then it just fucking took off. Oh, the dude. They're like, dude, oh. this is this is a pandemic. Yeah, so yeah, ABC World News picked it up. Yeah, ABC World News picked that up. That was pretty cool. So you're, you were on like the full... It wasn't... They didn't use me. Yeah, they that's, just picked That's up. what sucks. That's oh, what so sucks. they just picked up the story. They used, they used the interview. They used the video. And then they used the concept, but nationwide. And then they said, out in like the Ozarks, one party goer says, da 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 And they throw to the interview that I got. And then they show video of what it was and like that I got. they didn't show you at all? No. Whoa. Mm-hmm. But they, got, they saw my hand and my bracelet and my mic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on me. I'm, on the, I'm, I'm like, that's my hand. I'm like, that's my hand. I'm like, that's my bracelet right there. You see it? Well, Go. Let's go. Y'all wrap this shit up. Or I what? felt big. I felt big on that moment. Yeah, dude. That, that feels feel, good. How do you feel about aliens, bro? That feels good. Oof. Have you seen an alien? You want Here's the thing, dude. What about Missouri? Here's the bro? thing. Are aliens over there? Here's the thing. I love what I'm hearing about aliens everywhere. And I love hearing that uh, we have, a, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> like that Israel said, we have some random, like, space communication with aliens. I love that. Yeah. I don't. I, this is hard for me to say on camera, but uh, I've never seen an alien, dude, and it's. I don't know, man. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. Cause I can't. I can't commit to either side. Because at the same time, the universe is endlessly vast. There's no way you think there's no alien. And everyone it. says that's what I'm saying. Everyone says if it's endlessly vast and there are millions of dimensions, there has to be, you know, some type of other alien out yeah. there. Yeah. And I understand that. But at the same time, where are these guys at? Where are these girls at? Dude? <laughs> where are these, where are these You're like, I at? haven't seen them yet. Where are they at, dude? I feel the same way, bro. I feel that same way. Where, Because it's like, I'm one of those people that I would love to see an alien, bro. Yeah. I wouldn't be scared. I would be so happy to see an alien because that would be Me the too. coolest shit in my life. Yeah. I'd be like, I love the interview. I'd be like, yo, dude, I love the life. Yeah, dude, I feel like, hey, like come on on the podcast. How you been? I was like, yeah, what, what you been up to? I was fucking... How's Pluto? I don't fucking know yeah. where you're from, bro. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just I feel I feel you. I you know, so it's hard. I think they gotta be real, dude. They gotta be real. Uh, what I don't think is real is I don't think we landed on the moon, dog. I don't think really? that's real. I think. Have you seen some of that film? Yeah. How do you feel about that shit? Because that shit looks a little s- sketch. I think we landed, it, I think we landed on the moon. You think so? Yeah, and I think we landed on Mars. What, what with the rover, right? It was a rover. I yeah. People. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. The moon, I just think people just, bro, we, like, think about the time that it happened. Like, bro, we didn't, I don't even think, was the, the internet, was the internet around? No. So we didn't have an internet. Mm-mm. We didn't have, mm. think, and we got a fucking rocket <laughs> to the moon, landed it. It flew it back. Still to this day, I don't understand how we have rockets. Yeah, did you watch the the Elon Musk? Uh, I watched some of them. 
Uh, yeah, like they, I think maybe he's had two in the last year or whatever. They've but, had a grip of them. Yeah, yeah. a couple of them. But, they uh, stay sending rockets. It's kind of crazy, right? Watching that. Beautiful. Shit just fly I think up. it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I think it's, it's dope. It's a pretty like, it's pretty cool. If you if you if you don't have nothing else and you, and you know they're doing a rocket, fucking thing, you should check it out for yeah. sure. Yeah. When they're going through all the motions, it's a lot of teamwork, and yeah. and that's I mean that's. I love seeing that. I love. I always love communication and organizational communication, and I love to see how uh, people find success when there's conflict. You know, and uh, that's a perfect example is rocket scientists shooting a rocket out to the moon or to space. Yeah. You know what I mean? To Mars. I mean, Musk says he's trying to colonize Mars, dude. You know. Would you go? I'm 25 right now. When, when I mean, let's say okay. Well, if if you could choose, if you could choose, I would go because I'd be like a 50. I would go. You mm-hmm. know, so you'd like, go no matter what. If I was like 50 or something, if I was an old man, I'd go check out Mars. Like if they, if they say you've been chosen, if like you've been chosen, and we're having we have 2,000 people that are going to Mars, and you've been chosen randomly. That's it. Only 2,000 people. It it depends. And we don't know when we're gonna do another one. It really depends on, like you said, how old you'd be. Yeah. If, I'm, if I'm right now, bro, I don't think I can go to Mars right now, bro. Yeah. I got I got kids right. and shit. Yeah. Like, I, You're like, I'll come back, but I'm going to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yo, bro. Hey, son, I'm going to see you when you have a son. Look, okay? here's, look, dude. Trust me. Get as big as you can and play college football or play high school football. I'll be back when you're 15 and... You're gonna win the state championship. <laughs> the state We're taking you to the state championship. <laughs> just, you're going D one. Yeah, you're going exactly. D one. I'm. I'm gonna be like an astronaut. Just remember, Mars. your dad left you. Remember your dad. Just left remember you. that I was on Mars. I was on. I was, I was on, on Mars. Mars. Anything is possible. Let's go. Anything is possible. Fuck it. Anything is possible. Shout out hundred podcast. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. Is that what he said? Anything is possible. Oh, uh, when, when, when they won the championship. Yeah. Damn, yeah. he did say that. Yeah. Huh? Anything is possible, bro. Yeah. Anything is possible. That was wild because he never. He was on the Timberwolves for so long, and they sucked forever. He was stuck on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett's a legend, bro. Yeah, he's a legend. Who did he even play for after the Timberwolves? He went from the Timberwolves to the Celtics. That's right. That's what I'm saying. So he was on Timberwolves forever. Then he went to the Celtics. They won the championship with Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. Fuck the Celtics, though. Lake Show, baby. I just like LeBron. Really? I fuck with LeBron. Dude, you're a Lakers fan. Yeah. You're a Lakers fan. I ride ride with the Lakers right now. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. We'll see. We're so cow. For now, bro. You don't got anyone else. And if you say the Spurs, we're getting in a fight. Nah, I had a... (laughs) I grew up a Suns fan. For what, bro? My dad was a Suns fan. No. Bit. So I grew up a Suns fan. They had Steve Nash and Mark Stoudemire, you know? Okay. 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 Well, yeah, okay. bro. Steve Nash is legend. Steve Nash is pretty good, dude. Steve Nash is legend. He's he a pretty and, good Canadian, bro. And he played for the Lakers. Canadian point guard. That's pretty good. Yeah. And now he's the uh, coach for the Nets? Is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he just get picked up this uh-huh. year? Yeah. Oh, shit. He's got Kyrie, KD. That's all you need. Kyrie, KD? Yeah. Kyrie Irving isn't winning shit for you, dog. What? Kyrie and KD? No, Kyrie needs LeBron. He doesn't want to admit that shit. Ooh. 
He wants to. He, he's, That's cold. He's cold, bro. Cold. He's salty. Mm. Have you seen his? I've been seeing him bro? saging. Yeah. Bro. You ever saged? No. Have you saged? Yeah, dude. See, I need to get into my spiritual. I need to. I don't know how to be one with my spiritual side, bro. I'm Native American. I'm Native American. Which tribe? Don't even know. I could ask my dad. Yeah, you should find out. Yeah. He told me, but I, I forgot. I'm not even enough Native American to feel like I should even say that. I think any Native American blood is worth researching. Yeah. And checking it out. And, uh, you know, there are spiritual benefits to acknowledging your Native American past. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, a, I'm Apache and Comanche. And Apache Indians are known as, like, the most fierce, some of the deadliest Indians. And, uh... I always kind of try to like embody mm, the Apaches, the warriors. Joe spirit. Rogan's talked about them a few times. Yeah, I've always tried to patch, uh, embody the Apache like warrior spirit, uh-huh. and uh, especially like when at battle, you know what I mean, and um, and so also like that's kind of put me in a a place where I was open to doing psychedelics. I know I like shrooms. You know, I fuck with shrooms. That put me in a good. That put me in a good space where I was open to it. That's the thing. You have to be in a good space to be open to it in order to go there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then be able to acknowledge, you know, those types of realms. I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, if you've done psychedelics, bro, it's kind of hard for me to believe that you don't believe in like aliens or some sort of other. Well, if you believe other dimensions, I guess that's something. But you gotta believe mm-hmm. in something else. But if you've if you've done those sort of trips where you've gone to a different dimension almost you know or you've seen different parts of the world that we don't Mm -hmm. see on our normal day to day right yeah and I can't say that I understand it you know because I feel like that would be a dumb thing to say but um, I think part of it is like a figment of our imagination like the experience you think yeah like, so, like, when you're shrooming or whatever, if you're taking a psych, you think it's just your imagination? No, 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 no. Because uh, I know that the, like, chemical balances will trigger effects in your own brain. Uh, but I think then those effects mentally are purely imagination. I get what you're, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And, but in those, in those images that you're you know, then kind of experiencing or those, you know, walkthroughs or thoughts, uh-huh. you know, you can, you're understanding more mm-hmm. about situations that maybe you haven't lived in your normal life. Yeah. I, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Cause I just, whenever I've taken shrooms, mm-hmm. I've almost used it more like how you said, like you learn more about situations that maybe you haven't even experienced. Is that's how I've taken them. I've taken them almost for me to like gain some wisdom or like gain some knowledge about life. It's not even to I'm gonna sit down here like Dejan. Yeah, I yeah, bro, oh my god. Sit down on the ground, gang. Yeah, it's not even to get fucked up, you know? It's like literally to just like learn something about myself or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And so I don't know, I think people misconstrue taking shrooms or some sort of psychedelic is like you just just trying to get fucked up when that's not really what it is no not opposite yeah exactly even I mean it's literally the opposite like you're trying to get clear headed Mm -hmm. you're trying to like see life basically Mm -hmm. I mean even when you're experiencing those 
moments, then you start to almost realize like getting fucked up isn't cool. Yep. <laughs> That's what's crazy, yeah. right? Dude? You're like, you know what? I'm not going to smoke weed or drink anymore. I'm just going to do psychedelics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just going to do this because I'm in a much better headspace. Yeah. But then, you know, you, you come down and you come back to reality and you're like, it's, uh, it's risky. I can't do that it's for risky. another, like, six months. You right. know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because, you know, there I've heard stories about, you know, people getting perma-fried and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that, that's something worries I don't me. Wanna, that yeah. worries me, you know? And so, you know, there, like, I've heard a lot of people say there are ways, like, I've heard, like, Matthew McConaughey say, you know, he did it with a shaman. He smoked peyote with a shaman or something like that. I think you eat, eat peyote? You smoke. Are you talking about, like, ayahuasca type Smoke shit? ayahuasca, eat peyote. Yeah. yeah. He smoked, I think he said he smoked ayahuasca. Or maybe vice versa. Yeah, something. And, uh, he, but he was, like, with a shaman. So it's like, or if you're, like, with a chemist, you know, who's mixing something for, like, the chemical balance of, like, you know, ecstasy, like MDMA, then, you know, you're probably doing it the right way, and you can have success. But sometimes when you're, like, a kid, or you're, like, in the streets getting some of that off the you streets... You don't really know what the fuck you You don't doing. know. Like, you don't know what or how much, like, to consume. Yeah, exactly. So it's dangerous. So, like, yeah, be, be well-informed. And you're getting, you're getting yeah. fucking info from other kids. Yeah. You know, and they're like, ah, I know what the fuck to do, bro. You're like, you're like yeah, no, you a couple more. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're, no, you'll be, more. No, you split this, split this whole thing with me. That's about a gram, bro. You'll be good. You know, and it's like, and that's, and it's, and so, I mean, I can't fully come out here and say, like, psychedelics are awesome. Yeah, because some people wouldn't be able to handle it anyways, bro. It's something that's not built for everyone. Which yeah. you gotta understand if you mm-hmm. if you can't handle any sort of head change or any sort of like any change in your daily routine, obviously that's something you shouldn't do. But that's hard to explain. It's, it might even hard to be, um, like it might even hard it might even be hard for people to uh, understand when you say that. Like even yeah. it's so abstract when you say, "Oh, a head change." Cause they think, cause it's and it's not even because they think a head change is like oh what do you mean a headache or what do you mean like a I want to get lightheaded, which is like not even that either. It's like your whole your whole mindset, mindset changes, yeah, and then mindset. you got to understand that you're stuck in that mindset <laughs> <laughs> for like seven or eight hours. You know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the part where it's like you got to be get, able to handle it. Yeah, you, know? you got to live in that space. Yeah, and understand and. And, but at the same time, which is beautiful, is that those those moments are when you make a lot of transcend, transcendental, uh, like what a word, realizations. Yeah, yeah that's a fucking reporter word. Yeah, right transcend. You know, News transcend. Word. The yeah. word transcend. Yeah. Yeah. Transcendental. Yeah. I think that's a. I think that's a word. This sounds good, <laughs> Jamie. Bring it up. Fuck. We don't. <laughs> we got yeah. I mean, the, you know, I mean, I've I've had some cool moments. Uh, well, I'll just I'll say this too. This is something that's cool that happened to me in my lifetime that changed my life. I feel like I was in Santa Monica uh, in junior college, and um, I was making music and like doing underground shows in LA for a little bit. Uh, DJing. Do you remember this time yes, I when do. I was like posting me DJing? I was DJing in LA a little bit during college. It was a fun time, uh, but at a moment I you know ate shrooms, and uh, in that shroom trip I you know, was tripping. <laughs> and I, I came to like, 
you know, a lot of different bloodlines in my life and understanding who I am and who my parents are and my brother and all the people around me and all my connections, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And understanding where my path was going in baseball, in school, in music, and understanding how kind of like all my different uh, priorities were laid out. And I made the decision to stop music and pursue news reporting. In that sh- in that trip? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So in that trip, you literally like laid out your life? Like mm-hmm. your life started, like your answers started coming to you? It was like, okay, I have this much focus. This isn't, I can see the end. This isn't really going to work out. I can see the end here. This isn't. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. And what, I, uh, my craziest moment or whatever when I shroomed was when me and my wife had separated she had my kids she had my kids and they were going to like some family uh like in bird party Christmas actually Christmas maybe last year two years ago something like that they were going to some Christmas party whatever and I was actually on a shroom trip and they had to stop at my house to pick up something or something like that and to grab some clothes or something and so she pulled up with my sons and my three-year-old, he's maybe like, you know, two at the time, or like one and a half, something like that. I saw him, and I just like picked him up, and I was just like looking at him, dude, and the dude, he was just glowing, like, all around him. Like, literally, like, almost like fucking Jesus, bro. Like, almost, mm-hmm. and it was like, almost like, it was like life telling me, like, bro, just put your focus on your kids, you know? Like, like, there's nothing else that you need to focus on except for these two children that are literally right in front of your face, you know? And that was, like, just, like, that moment, that was, like, telling me, it was, like, my life, like, bro, who cares? Nothing else matters, you know? Like, your your relationship's gonna fall apart. Let it fall apart, you know? Like, it's just, like, focus on the people that you need to focus on that you're actually, like, you have a big part in their life, you know? So it was, it's weird how those, I don't know, bro, even life sometimes feels like it was, like, already laid out, you know? Like, and that's what trips me the fuck out, is, like, when things happen, it's, like, it's kind of weird. I feel like that was going to happen the whole time. But it happened like, you know, two years That's later. An you're interesting like, statement. You're like, how am I here? You know? Yeah. No, because I always knew that I was going to be here. Yeah. And that's like, 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 you're like, it's kind of weird, you mm-hmm. know? Or like, you just, even the idea or like, you know, having that from being a kid or whatever. And then just seeing it kind of just happen or like, bro, even like me, it's the weirdest thing, dude. Like I knew I knew almost when I was younger that I was going to have kids young and, like, I was going to be that guy that was going to end up, like, just having kids right out of high school. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. I just knew it, you know? And then I did it. And then I got married. I did, like, everything that I kind of already, I just felt like it was already, like, a plan and just kind of, like, worked out. I'd say. And then now, like, everything I wanted to be, I was the opposite. I was, like, depressed. I was fat. I was, like, all that shit. And then... All this shit happened to me, like the worst things that possible, the things I wished would never happen, and then I got to be where I'm, where I should have been from the beginning, you know. And it was almost like it was planned the whole time, you know. It was like God was like, bro, you have to, you got to go through this dark time to get where you want to be, you know. So yeah, weird life, bro. Everyone has to have a learning phase where they really are faced with a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's a transitional period, I think. I'm well, that's where sure. you sink or swim, bro. I'm pretty sure aliens and every humanity, every, you know, man or woman you can think of in the, since the beginning of time has r- probably written about this 
you know, transition of into manhood. Yeah. Or, you know, womanhood or whatever you want to call the transition to an adult adulthood. It's probably the term. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's weird when it comes. It is crazy. And, and, and you don't almost, it's almost like you don't feel like when you're in it, you don't know, but then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, oh. That was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I'm was going down. Oh, that excuse me. That was the whole thing. That was the whole journey. Now right. I'm the man that I was yeah. thinking about. And yeah. it's like when are we gonna when am I gonna have another one of those? Yeah. And like how can I and how can I embody it and be the best that I can be in that moment? Yeah. And that's when I think it's like every day. And that's why I try to every day be the best that I can or be better that I can be uh-huh. than the day before. That's kind of like what I live by is be better tomorrow. Let's be better tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's like, because... What's weird, bro, is like, let's say, like, you keep doing that, right? Like, yeah. You're doing that, you're doing that for, like, the next year, whatever, two years, whatever, and then one day, like, that shit, get, you get a call from Fox or ABC or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, we want you to, you know, come up, be an anchor for our main network or whatever. Right. And then it almost makes all those days, that whole day where it's like, let me get better every day, let me get better, it almost is like, like, that was supposed to happen you know the whole mm-hmm. time like this was part of the journey this was the this was it you know like it was uh i don't know how to explain it but you get what i'm saying you know yeah what? lately i've been getting caught up in the day-to-day yeah like, like it was almost like your your transfer from manhood like again you know it's like mm-hmm. that day-to-day grind getting better better that whole like you said you don't think about it when you're in it you mm-hmm. might be in it right now and then you know, a year down the road when you get and you there, are too yeah exactly yeah and it feels weird because i feel I, I feel like i'm in it and I, like, know it, and it's like, where's the end? You know, like, where where does this go? You can't almost, be, you, know? you can't think of that. You can't think of where's the end. You have to think of, I need to be better. How can I be better every day? You know what I mean? Instead, <laughs> instead you can't think, you can't yeah. think it's going to, it could end tomorrow, so whatever. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's how I might get, you know what I mean? Oh, if I know the end's coming, then, you know what I mean? I might want to just you. peace out. Yeah. You know, but yeah. if I could be, every, be better every day, then I'm always, like... Riding that wave almost. Uh huh. Going okay. up. Okay. And um and I think when I have the moments where I'm like I and I have a I have a clearer memory when I look back to the moments where I learned the most important things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know that I'm working hard every day, so I'm paying extra attention. And then if something goes wrong, I think about it after, and I'm like, damn, that was like one way that I could really have um, upped my level of whatever I'm trying to you know up. Uh. Uh-huh. Anti up, you know, Auntie, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, and so I think that's that's why I try to do it because if I if I if I go hard every day, then like you said, at some point I'll feel like it was all worth it. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I think what also pushes me is that I have goals. Yeah. I think having deal. goals helps me helps me stay. Uh, inspired to get better in, in the next day, yeah. every day, because like I still I want to win an Emmy, really bad, bro. That's like my number one goal right now is win an Emmy. For some reason, it's my number one goal, but I I'm not the most invested in it. Okay. And so I'm trying to get there, and I and you know what I mean. That's something that I struggle with, and there's people that struggle with a lot worse things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely blessed for where I am, but that's, that's, I'm trying to win an Emmy. That's what I want to do. At the same time, I want to, I want to sign a big contract. I want to sign the next big contract. I want to get a, I want to get a fucking Giannis Antetokounmpo contract. You know what I mean? Super max, super max me out. That's not going to happen in news, bro. I'm not making 200 million. Yeah. I might make 
six yeah. figures. I might make a hundred thousand in a good contract at, in my twenties. If I can do that, like I'll be stoked. That's my next. That's one. That's next to Emmy is get a six figure contract. You know what I mean? That's very. Those are like Emmy. For you, it doesn't seem that that out of the box or whatever. But for average like person that's kind of out of the box for like somebody that's not even but not even in news though you know what i'm saying though not even in news not even like right. gotten to where you've gotten yet right but i think that's an issue as well though is like you gotta make goals right and you can have those big fucking goals like win an emmy but you also gotta have the goal like like you said get that get that six-figure contract or like get like it can't all be fucking get 70 million be the next joe rogan like mm-hmm. that could be a goal but you yeah. gotta have some goals along the way, so yeah. it's not like fuck, bro. I'm never gonna get there. Like mm-hmm. I don't know where to start, you know. Like, right. like almost like Jordan Peter. Have you ever listened to Jordan Peterson talk? I have not. Who is he? He's uh, he's like a psychologist, um, and he's been on like Joe Rogan's podcast a few times. But he's he's just like pretty interesting the way he like views life and stuff. And it's almost like, like you gotta like you gotta start by like cleaning your room first. So like you gotta fucking. I've heard that multiple times. Yeah, like you gotta like. Focus on your like the smallest things first. Achievable you, goals. Yeah, because you can't like it, that's something you can build on. You you achieve the goals today, and you can kind of build on that. Do a little, you know, more goals and more goals, and kind of keep so you don't you don't keep failing or like feeling, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what? Something that my brother always says, and this is gonna be in the Zachy B Hawaii DVD. We haven't brought up any Zachy yeah. B. Yet. Okay, we'll talk about you yeah, right now. Ahead. That'll be what we wrap. That's up. what I'm saying. We gotta do three parts. There's a three part series. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my brother always says the compound effect. Compound effect is, uh, you know, do a little bit of something every day, and it's gonna compound, and eventually, it'll become something big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? I, I I feel like that, bro. You, you have to. But what's up with Zachy B DVD, bro? When does that drop? Next Zachy B DVD is being cooked up as we speak. Yeah. Marketing has begun. And what's up with the Zachy B golf tee? Oh. Golf polo? Oh, you know what? I got something for you after. Okay. I got something for you after. Can you so, fit a 2X anymore? Uh, I'll make it work. Yeah, see, the 2X is too big for you, dude. I should have got a large for you, dude. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> cut. <laughs> I do wear a large now. No way. You and large in an XL, Last bro. time I saw you, you're like, yeah, 2X, dude. Let me get a 2X. I'm like, damn, dog. Motherfuckers are wearing 2Xs around Fucking here. Fucking fat, dog. No, I'm not fat, but damn, that's a big yeah, shirt. Dog. That's a lot of that's a lot of fabric. Nah, nah. I got it, muscles now, dog. I, just, it's I work a, out, huh? It's extra for the 2X, bro. It's <laughs> extra, you know what I mean? Yeah, two bucks each shirt, damn. bro. Damn. Damn, 15. Damn, 15. The 2Xs are, cost you extra, bro. Yeah, bro. You know? They do, they do. Guess but, yeah, Zachy B, Hawaii DVD. So, the premise is I went to Hawaii for my birthday in August with uh, my brother. and Who we, else went? Just you guys? And s- some of his buddies live in Hawaii. Oh, okay. So, we linked up with some of his buddies in Hawaii. And uh, we just did a bunch of cool stuff, bro. We jumped off cliffs. We found, like, we went into jungles and we found waterfalls. And we t- met some local homies and we met some local girls who were like scuba diving and like we were looking for like sea turtles and like just kayaking to islands and skating it just got wild or what it's just lit how it's just full-blown you guys litmus, just went, bro. like you know zaki b dvd essence yeah you guys just went to hawaii and you guys were just living it up mm-hmm. like just meeting people talking just kind of doing what you do or yeah what? yeah but covid so we so we basically our itinerary was do all this cool shit 
And if we meet cool people along the way, then that's a plus. And we met cool people along the way. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Because yeah. everything's basically still like, it was like during COVID, so everything's fucking... It was August, yeah. So it was pretty much like... August... This year. So yeah, in the middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we flew out there with masks. We followed all the regulations. And, um, uh, you know, we were surfing. And we just... That was the thing, though. We, we tried to do these things that were more distant. You know what I mean? From people. Yeah. We weren't, we weren't going to bars. You know what I mean? Which is... That's a whole nother scene of, like, litness. You know what I mean? Like, you can... For lack of a better term, that's not my best term. You know, litness is not... Don't quote me on that. The turn up. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Um, but... Bars is their own scene, but we're trying to do, like, an adventure... An adventure, yeah. like, vlog. With Are you going like, to expand on that? Well, number two's coming out. You know what I mean? We got I got that cooking up. And um, I have a bunch of... One of the cool parts about it that I really enjoy is that um, I have some really, really talented producers who make the music that runs behind the visual, um, you know, it is Dude, experience. the music is very big. I've figured out from editing like mm-hmm. videos and shit. Mm-hmm. The music or the audio. Audio is major. It's huge, mm-hmm. bro. Because it'll make a video look very well edited or very shitty. You know what I'm saying? Dude? And it's it's ninety percent of the time it makes the video look shitty. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you gotta find the right music. That's the thing. It goes gotta... unrecognized to those who don't appreciate video production, but the people who do appreciate video production can. Uh, I, appreciate the surround sound that you might create with all those different sounds yeah and you'll see some of that in the Zaki B Hawaii DVD yeah, for sure and I've seen I've seen some of your editing I've even seen some of like like even like your clips from you editing with all the different cuts and shit from like Final Cut Pro or whatever dude Premiere or Premiere or whatever I just could, from using Final Cut Pro, I could see all the different cuts, bro. You're doing a lot of work, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you're doing a lot of fucking, you're putting titles and fucking, yeah. you're moving shit around and you're like, I know the adjustments you're doing and it's a lot. It's a lot of, it's and people fun, don't understand, dude. It is, it's, it's fun, bro, but video editing is a mish, bro. Like, yeah. you gotta get in the zone and like, you just gotta like be, you gotta be one with the video, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I just it's understand hard. what you're doing, bro. I appreciate I you for appreciating it. it. I respect it because I, you know, I'll fly around my drone and I feel like <laughs> that shit's fun. And then when it gets to the video editing, I'm just like, fuck you guys, bro. Yeah. It's like not, a, that's mm-hmm. where the money is earned. Believe me. I feel you. Believe <laughs> me, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, but the adventures are fun, huh, bro? Oh, the that's the best part. That dude. Is, that's right? the best part. That's the best part. Soaking it up, you know, with my homies, you know what I mean? Yeah. And with the girls who we meet, you know, it's hey. always like. If I, uh, if, if, but uh, you know what? I really enjoy editing too. I do enjoy yeah, editing. I do enjoy it but sometimes it's, too. But it's, it's just me in the, it's me in the booth. You know what I mean? And I have a, I have a demo that I'll show you after this. Okay. But it's 30 minutes. So I, we probably won't watch it tonight or I'll show you the trailer or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. But, or I can even send you one of the trailers that I made and you can run it on the end of this video so oh, people can see yeah. it. Oh yeah. Send it. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll you can throw it on the end. Um, but yeah, man, I, I enjoy editing because, you know, you get in there and uh, it's it's so hard. It's so hard. It's yeah. it's it's unlike anything else. Being a creative is is unlike anything else. You yep. know what I mean? When you're truly um, trying to uh, have create like an ambiguous uh, like life. You yep. know what I mean? It's like a life experience. And, and so it's something that is 
everyone kind of can draw from, you know? Yeah. Like, and obviously everyone's not going to, but you got to try to yeah. make it work for the most people you can. Yeah. What's really hard too is that we have so much footage from this trip and I'm trying to like crop it down, crop it down. Right yeah. now I have like 30 minutes. I want to try to, I'm going to have to get it down more because there are times where I lose interest and I'm like, I have a little ADHD. So I'm someone who like needs something to be like yeah. dope every. You would be seconds. the perfect person though to check it, like check right. the video on. Right. You're like, right. Okay, I'm bored. And yeah. And you're like, right. fuck, I gotta edit that. Yeah. You know? I gotta edit yeah. that. Yeah. So that's why I can I can chop it down pretty good. But now that it's at 30 minutes, I'm gonna have a few people watch it while I'm here in the desert, and I'm gonna be like, let me get your opinion and what do you think would make this something that could be. Um, a moment in time where people look back and say, this is uh, one of the best works of our generation, of my people in this area, of you know, yeah. our friends or whatever. Yeah. Like your podcast. Yeah. Well, I've, I'm trying to expand that shit and I started doing that cruising. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't watched any. No. I yeah. haven't watched any yet. I, I but I want to. I'm waiting. I it won't be while I'm here because I'll be busy. Yeah, no, you're good. But I'm debating... <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out, but I'm debating on if I'm if I should just live stream those, like live stream them on like Twitch or something, or wherever. Nah, nah I know Twitch isn't that crazy, but Twitch is just you can get monetized so much quicker, bro. Well, no, I would say put them on trip. I say put them on Twitch, but live streaming is hard, dude. Live streaming is hard. Live streaming is hard. But it wouldn't be me live. It'd be somebody with me live streaming mm-hmm. me basically. But it'd be like, cause then it'd be like, let's say like it's like you start. The I gotta watch them. I gotta yeah. watch because I don't know the concept. You don't know, but basically, I'm going to different small businesses in the valley, and I'm I'm getting like a behind the scenes behind the scenes trip. So like, I went to like mm-hmm. this place called Pangea Cuisine. Dope. So I I basically the video starts. I like I'm walking out as episode four of Cruising the Valley, blah blah whatever. And I get in my car. I do some clips of like driving. Me, yeah, driving whatever the car like just outside the. Reaching out the fucking top of the car, <laughs> and then uh, you know, like yeah, put some music, creative. yeah, put some music behind it, and then it's the beginning, dude. Yeah, and then I put the clip, basically of me getting out of the car, saying, "All right, just showed up, blah blah blah." So I'm talking, going to the mall, basically the mall that it's in, and then right when I go to open like the door, then it's like clips, different clips of the restaurant, you know. Like and is music. it music playing? Yeah, or music is it your playing. Voice? Do you say anything? No, it's just music playing. Cause Do you, you hear from the owner? Not not right when I open the restaurant. Like, cause I, cause basically it's like me. I'm walking. I'm talking. I'm like, damn, I never seen this place before. Blah blah. blah. And then as soon as I open the door, it like my voice like like I'm not talking anyway. I know as soon as I open the door, the music starts. The music starts. It like goes black, and then it's like different parts of the restaurant, whatever. And then after that, then it goes into like another transition. Then it goes into all right. This is uh, I'm with Jackie, the the owner and head chef of Pangea, and she's. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically gonna cook me up some food today, blah, blah blah whatever. So she cooked me up buffalo like or wings and calamari. So she's basically cooking them as we're talking. I cut obviously the conversation like a little bit where I can to like kind of shorten it up just so it's you know keep you from getting bored. Whatever. Excuse me. And yeah. So the whole video is maybe like eight minutes long, and it's like me getting there, showing up. What makes it music. special? Um, I just think kind of showcasing this the. This, it's just more. It's just more behind the scenes, like more on the move, you know. So like the hundred podcast people that listen to hundred podcast, which we were kind of talking about earlier, but we didn't end up touching upon it. Is a lot of people that try to listen to a podcast, they listen to it for like five minutes and they turn it off or whatever, and they miss the whole podcast. They're missing like the whole gist of the podcast because the first five minutes, most of the time, is kind of awkward or you're trying to like get it going. You don't really know what the, where the conversation's going. So a lot of people. 
they just miss what even happens in the podcast. So my whole goal was to kind of just give people something more on the move, more editing. So I just put my music, you know, more just me going out. No, I know the concept. And, yeah. I get that. You get me? But yeah. what makes it special? What makes it? I don't know. Me, bro. True. I don't know. True. True. These different businesses, bro. I just think it's original kind of, you know what I'm saying? Because then, because the, right. the, what makes it special is that the opportunities are endless. Like I could go from cruising in the Coachella Valley to cruising in Yucca Valley to cruising Riverside to cruising Missouri to cruising. I can go to any fucking place. Yeah. And so that's like, but I, I, I need to learn, like you said, what makes it special. Like I need to learn what the main, like what's going to keep people watching it. Cause I, I dropped the first season basically. I have one more episode to drop. Cool. And I feel like, congratulations. Thank you. I feel like it, it didn't hit as well as I wanted it to. So, like you said, what makes it special? I need to figure that out because I don't really know. But I like the concept. I like yeah. my concept, but I can't. It's hard. It's almost, you know, it's like in the pilot right now. I did like the pilot season. Cool. So, yeah. That's good that you, uh, number one, knocked it out. Number two, I can look at it. And number three can be like, it's a pilot. Like, it's 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 a pilot to what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you like it, you can keep going. Uh, I think what makes it special now is that, you know, it's the desert. I think it's the yeah. 760, bro. And the 760 is like a gem. Yeah. You know, and you can be like, why did you choose the desert? You know, why the desert? Why? Why here? You know? See. Maybe sometimes people are from... See, and that's what I should have maybe focused a little bit on. Like, why... Sometimes, maybe you could be in, in the next season, maybe. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, you know, because some people were born and raised here, like you and I. And it's cool for us. I just like your idea. Because right now you just... But what about like for the people who moved here? Why, you know, why desert for you? Or or let's say even... Because okay. we lived it, bro. We, and you live it now. You know what I mean? That you should be it. my focus, though, of the, the show, like you said, what makes it special. Because then let's say it does go to Idlewild, Idlewild or uh-huh. Yuck or whatever, then I uh-huh. can ask them the same Joshua shit. Tree. What made you choose Joshua Tree? Yeah. Like what? You just gave me it. Hey, dude. Shout go, out. Go crazy, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I respect your hustle and I yeah. and I love this show, bro. I love this show and I hope more people love this show and I hope they watch this long. I'm so close to 200 interview. subscribers, dude. I'm at like 197. Let's get to At two, what point 200. do you get um, revenue? A thousand. Okay. That's what you got to get to. We're, yeah, we're trying to get bro. to a thousand. We're pushing for a thousand. So you're uh, a fifth of the way there. Almost a fifth of the way. Yeah. And maybe six months ago, I was at like 30 subscribers, so. It's hard. I, yeah. It's hard to gain subscribers on YouTube. It is hard, bro. But you know what? It's a different animal. But you know what? TVs are now becoming smart TVs. And you got to sign into your YouTube. And, uh, you know, iPhones. YouTube, you get, uh, yeah, people are, there's people a lot are, more people on People it. are now signing into their shit. People are yeah. really, really signing in. It's only growing, is what is what I'm trying to say. And all, all is what I'm trying to say. And you're growing with it. Yeah. But YouTube community is only growing. And all people need to understand. All you gotta do is hit the subscribe button. You don't even have to. Just watch, hit that subscribe right? button. You it's know, they're just gonna be there. Just every other week, they're gonna be there. You don't have to watch it, but you know what I mean. If you feel like watching it, it's you're get, just gonna have to. You're drop, gonna you have a pulse on the desert, bro. And your news station, you're gonna have to drop one of those little scroll bars. Top podcast this week, 100 podcasts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Easy. You know what I'm saying, bro? Well, here's the thing, bro. If I'm doing the news, wherever I'm doing it, at at whatever point, maybe there's a crazy story that you do. Like, I could be like, uh, 100 podcasts, Troy Roberts interviews, um, 
President, uh, uh, former President Barack Obama, um, mm. and he and President, former President Obama says um, Coachella is a national treasure. Yeah, yeah. Then you you're know, like, all right. just something like that is I'll run massive. That. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Just something like that is massive, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's all it really takes. That's why, like, I love having the opportunity to maybe do something every day, and you have that opportunity too. Because it's like, you never know, you might run into somebody that you do an interview with that makes national news. Yeah. When it, and the coolest part is that you're doing it independent. That's why, for me, it's like, I'm making national news. Well, I got, like, a label, basically. You know what I mean? I'm basically a news reporter for a label. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So they're sponsoring, and then, like, we have these big labels. And the bigger labels I go to, the more viewers I'm going to have. But I'm still tied to that label. But this is all O and O'd by you, owned and operated. Yeah. Yeah, everything. Produced, edited, everything mm-hmm. by Troy Roberts. So we got to get to those thousand subscribers, man. Fucking let's do it. Is you that got to. You got to. Hey, you got to gotta start doing some... What, what is... You know, I know... Nah, I'm going to... We'll keep the, the master plan for off the video. But you got a master plan for Zachy B, dog. I know you do. I laid it out. Zachy B DVD. That's Episode it. Episode 71. Hey, I'm going to send it. Stay tuned because you're going to see the sneak peek for the Zachy B Hawaii DVD right after sneak this. Sneak peek after this. Merry Christmas. Skirt. <laughs>